Dave and Jeff talking with you on March 20th, 2022. I did not think that was going to work. I was like half-assing it going, I don't see our voices showing up, but there it is. It's actually recording the show. Well, it's a pleasure to be back. Let me. Uh, I'm let glad me, you're here. I thought you were going to be back tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to, but uh, I'm glad to be here. But let's go, Dave, to what happened at the end of our show Thursday. We're here Thursday. Yeah. Recap it. And um, I, I really do. I, I sincerely appreciate everybody who's reached out the last couple of days. Man, what a what a wild roller coaster of a day today. But, uh, you know, I leave Thursday and I go home. And I had traveled Wednesday. And listen, I think there's a... It's important to be candid with you. All of you. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Okay. When I was in Toronto... I had a few drinks and then a few more and then I filled out my bracket. <laughs> and, uh, Dude, you probably did better than a lot of us. Oh, really? Why don't you hold that thought for a second? Okay. I haven't looked at mine at all. So we're here and we're laughing. We're watching everything, right? It's crazy. Upset. It's upset. It's silly. It is silly. And I get home. I go, hey, let me see who I got winning this goddamn thing. Did I, who did I have? Arizona, I think. Let me check this thing. And I look, Dave, and what do I see staring at me from the championship banner? Kentucky. Do you have a win in the whole thing? Yes. Did I have them in the championship? I had Wildcats against Wildcats at Arizona and Kentucky. Yeah. No, I had Kentucky winning it all. And uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh, uh, I guess I could put away the Sharpie <laughs> for another year. I could put away the highlighter for another year. Because <laughs> Daddy-O is eliminated. I've never been eliminated on uh, day one. On day one. That is crazy. Well, remember a couple of years ago when Virginia was the first number one team ever to lose on day one? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have them. I laughed. I, I mocked people. I'm not proud of that. Uh, and then I just said, I and I literally, because I yeah. was hammered, not <laughs> hammered, but you know like how you get I after gotcha. a few drinks? Silly. Silly. <laughs> I literally had no idea. So we're sitting here, and I think I was giggling. Oh, yeah. wow, look at Kentucky. They're out. Not a clue. That impacted my entire bracket. So, yeah, I'm not really enjoying March Madness uh, at all. Did, and so all of you, I will say this, though, Dave. Yeah, I just looked mine up. Yeah, yeah who ahead. do you have winning? I, well, TCU? I just told, no, no, I have Arizona. But I, but I had Wildcats against Wildcats was my championship. It says I'm 16th out of how many? 48 people are in this thing? Yeah, my 48th. <laughs> well, 16th, not good, dude. <laughs> Well, if you 40, aren't first, you're last. I mean, right, come on. Right. Um, but I couldn't believe it. It's the first time I remember filling out a bracket where I had no idea who who uh, I had winning. I'm just punching state. You know, I was bitching about state the other night, losing. You're 42nd. <laughs> yeah. Ah, damn it. Jesus. Um, and I didn't go crazy. No. I didn't pick a lot of upsets, I don't think. Uh, although my friend Johnny Walker might have said, hey, why don't we hit this button right here? <laughs> All right, J-Dub, I got you. That seems like a good idea. Um, but yeah, so fun. But in L.A. yesterday, yeah. driving around, listening to UCLA, I did, we say it all the time. I'm going to say it again. The Chargers do so many stupid things. We we get it, right? Anybody who lives here gets it. Yeah. The dumbest move that they've made in the last 10 years, uh, right behind leaving San Diego, um, was getting rid of Josh Lewin. Yes, of course. Form, former garage visitor, Josh Lewin. Yeah. 
Dave, if you get an opportunity, you said he's off to Philadelphia. If you get an opportunity when UCLA is playing, Charger fans, I would tell you to. Those games are on 570. You can get that signal down here. He is so damn good, man. I, I just, my bracket was dead, and I just had so much fun. Yeah. My apologies to the lovely Katie Temple because they eliminated your St. Mary's. <laughs> God is no longer a Gale. He's apparently a Bruin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Josh Lewin, man, he's so good. It was great. You know, Josh is, is outstanding at what he does. Um, I, I'm so happy for him, right? We want to see him have success. And, you know, UCLA is a team that, hell, I don't hate. I know you will vocally say that, hey, I'm a huge U- USC football fan. Basketball, yeah. I don't know if it translates to you. But I'm I'm one of those guys that, to be honest with you, I, I have family that went to both. I was just kind of raised with both. And for me, it was uh, UCLA basketball, USC football. That sounds weird to say, but that's kind of the way it was. And, and people, God, that's how can you root for the Padres and for the Dodgers and all that shit? And family went to both. My One of the things our family, me and my family, is extremely proud of. And my, it's funny, my mom just sent me this picture uh, yesterday, my my grandmother, my mom's mom, mm-hmm. was the first woman ever to graduate from UCLA. You mentioned that yeah. when he was here. And, it's uh, a great story. And it's, it, I just saw the picture. 1932. She sent it to me yesterday. Wow. It was a class. Was she hot? And her, you know, she was a pretty woman. Yeah. How's that? Because here's, here's something I meant to mention the other day, but we were talking about Erica, and that was really serious. I have an aunt, my grandmother's youngest sister, mm-hmm. who passed away just a couple days before we did our show. On, mm. uh, on March 10th. So oh. she, um, but she was in her 90s. She okay. listened to you and I forever. Oh, yes. They, oh, no. So she was oh, a no. smart woman, editor for the, uh, for, yes. well, she was an editor with the LA Times. And she would call me and tell me everything you and I did where our grammar was fucked. Of course. She, God, yeah. that'd go longer than the show. And uh, and I said, yeah. I go, well, you don't understand. Once it comes out of your mouth, we well, you know right away we probably oh, yeah. fucked it up. But you can't go back and try and fix it. Right. You know, I heard Elizabeth Alvarez say shitty on TV today. She didn't mean to say shitty. She meant to say city. But but at the same time, she listened. And she went, she yeah. went I wouldn't say she's blind, but she couldn't watch TV. She couldn't see shit. Okay. So she listened to you and I on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. She listened to us all the way through from KFMB through, not this, thank God. <laughs> but um, anyway, she was a huge fan of the show and she was with us all through the whole ride. So, uh, so it was extremely sad that she passed away. But she was the, connect, the last connection to... My grandmother, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And so it's kind of... No, I always loved hearing about her. Sad. I'm yeah. really sorry to hear that yeah. because, look, I, I think I think uh, you'll agree. When we did movie night a couple of weeks ago, yeah. right? And you meet so many people from Walks of Lives, and you look at them all and you go, man, these guys are great, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking we've seen... Uh, you know, Bob Hunt and Dean today, great pictures, yeah. right? What a weekend for my main man, Dean. Absolutely. He's just a champion. And then I go, yeah, it's so nice. I, I met Dean. And you go, well, or uh, I met Bob. Where did I meet him? At the Kiwanis Club? He go, no. I met him through this stupid show. He <laughs> go, what? <laughs> and then you meet uh, Derek Lyon, right? And he go, oh, yeah, I know Derek. This guy sold me tires. No, he didn't. <laughs> Derek, listen to this stupid show. And then you meet uh, Kenyatta. Yeah. Right? And and same thing, right? You go, this guy, this is the guy I bought suits from. Yeah, no. I would. But he listens to this stupid show. You go, where where did I meet Pete? Oh, that's when I had to do that uh, community program for when I ran the red light. Yeah. 
And I had to go speak to a group and tell them to get their shit together. And Pete was front and center. No, not where I met Pete. And uh, he just, anytime anybody goes, oh, yeah, listen to the show. You're just like, oh, God. Yeah, makes make, you cringe. Make it in. What I ever do to you? And uh, it's just so fun. So, But when you said that, yeah. they told me years ago that she listened. I was like, why? Yes. But just so sincerely touched. So, um, yeah, I'm really, really sorry for her loss. She was great. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, You know what's nuts is she passes away. She didn't have a lot of family. She had my mom. She had my sister and me and Josh. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Dude, they had a funeral for her and didn't tell anybody. It was just yes. her, her her son and her daughter. Just pushed us all out. We're like, we're all super upset by it. Yeah. Like, we talked to her every Sunday. Yeah. Like, how can this be? How was I not invited? That <laughs> You, you were in Toronto, so you oh, weren't okay. going to make it. All right. But, I wonder if I would have been invited if I was yeah, in town. That's, well, I would have said, hey, this is what happened. If you want to go up to Orange County, let's go. Yeah. But anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it was it was one of those that was disappointing. And, and it's she lived a, a great life, but I don't know why she loved this show. She listened to this <laughs> show all the time. Uh, Padre her, her talk. Her talking shit about us right now. Oh, God. Exactly. Uh, Pod's. Solaire signs for three years, $36 million, yeah. and he signs with the Marlins. Yep. Now, you can't say the pods are broke because the payroll's $200 million, right? Yes. That sounds so crazy, doesn't but, it? But it's, I mean, when you read, boy, Kevin Acey, my God, Kevin Acey. You got to help me out. I'll be honest with you. I'm not listening to Kevin or reading Kevin. I'm just not. He's missed on everything. Not only is he missed on everything, he's he's doing the line. And Jeff and I have explained this to a lot of you. When you're with the team every day, you have to treat them a certain way that's a little bit different than the way we act on Twitter because you have to keep an open-door relationship. Oh, and it gets tougher every year. But to me, he's crossed the line over to how can I be your PR guy? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I'm like, I'm giving up because I'm like, come on. Even well, when Fernando got hurt, he well, he's a quick healer. Quick healer. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Like, I love the way, the way Nick handled it today. Because Nick yeah. wrote it the way I, yeah. I, I feel. This was selfish. Yeah. Not only did you hurt yourself, you hurt the team, you hurt the entire fan base. Yeah, and baseball. And so base, you're probably on baseball. Yeah. As we said it the other day, that he's he's the Michael Jordan of the sport. You hurt the game of baseball. But fuck, man, you're talking $200 million. Jeff just said it. That number is amazing. Considering John Morris but, paid 80 to own the team. Right, and we remember when Jeff Morad... Yeah. Cut payroll down to what, 50? That was nothing. Remember when Brian yeah. Giles said it? Dave, yeah. we were sitting at Charger Park, uh, you, me, and Mike. Giles turns down that trade, remember? And we all wanted right. a chance to win. You turn down a chance to win. That's what we're talking about. Right. right. And, and I always dug Brian Giles because he's a San Diego guy. Came home, loved him with the Pirates for, for whatever reason. He had been a power bat with the Pirates. And then he became an on-base guy here. Yeah. Remember taking walks? But um, but I always liked that dude. And then he didn't accept the trade. And the early days of Padres Twitter, man, they turned on Giles. And yeah. he sucks. He hates everything, the whole deal. And I remember when Brian said it, while still employed by the Padres, like, they're going to strip this thing down to nothing. $39 million or 50 whatever it became. And... uh so you're at two hundred million. So phrase it how you can, but I think there was a little bit of a feeling that when you finish twenty eight games out, and watching Pete Seidler's previous history, 
like they were going to get involved. Yeah. And when you and I were here on Thursday and we talked about the money that had gone to Suzuki for the Cubs, we said, ah, no, I don't mind that. The Chris Bryant money, right? Uh, but then when you look at the Schwarber money, when I actually looked at it, I go, well, that wasn't crazy money. No. I, I thought he was over 100. He got like 80 million, yeah. right? Pointed out, Jack Peterson only got six for one year. Yeah. And now Castellanos. Uh, Castellanos. 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 Why do I always get that screwed up? I'm two sorry. L's, three off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Never drive by Via del Valle, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, he gets five years, 100. Yeah. And you go, all right. And you go, well, you know, you're going to put another 20 on the books. I don't know. Why not? No, I got it, yeah. but I'm just saying, okay, I get I'm it. I'm just saying Myers is gone after this year. Yeah, Myers is gone, but Tatis's money changes. Yes, yeah, I, I got you. So you go, all right. But then Solaire, and I get it. Solaire wasn't great last year, but two years ago, right? He's yeah. the man. That's the Braves. He helped him win a World Series. Yeah. And you go, he gets three years, 36 yeah. from the Marlins. Two years ago, he led all the baseball in home runs. Just yeah, two years ago. 48. Yeah. And you go, three years, 36. And that's when the old, you bring in the prices Right band. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And you go, we don't have anything. Yeah, we aren't competing this year. And now you go, well, this is what they're going to do, right? Nomar Mazar yeah. is going to be in right. And Myers will be in left. And Hosmer and Voigt will split time at first, right? Yeah. Or, and one will be a DH. Voigt will be the DH. Yeah. Against lefties, maybe only. I don't know. What yeah. The fuck. And then, I hope Boyd can hit both sides. And then today, you read again in the Union Tribune, and it's the breakdown of the potential closers. Yeah. Right? And I don't know. I mean, I remember we were like, oh, they're going to go out and swing a deal for Kimbrell. They're going to do all these things. Listen, here's what it boils down to. They're not 28 games better. No. You're, that's a great point. They're they not. They're not 28 games better. And if anything... When you look at the Dodgers adding Freddie Freeman and see where the Giants were last year, yeah, I mean, we're probably still right there. And yeah. now if you want to be the eternal optimist and say, hey, pitching Clevenger gets added, right? People are excited. They think Nick Martinez will be an upgrade at the back end of the rotation, right? Gives you a little bit more depth. Um, early, early, early. Gore. Yeah, I got it. I got it. But they're at like, least he wasn't walking, guys. Yeah. It's early. Yeah. Right? Throwing 98, not walking, guys. That's yeah. a big step forward. You, huge, considering the last couple of years. And uh, you go, okay. But I, I, Dave, to me, I look at it and I go, offensively, average, plus with Tatis out. And, and when you read what, but I think that was Nick who wrote today, right? Like, three months is incredibly optimistic. And what if it doesn't heal right? Will yeah. he ever be the same? And you go, I think that's realistic i think you have to look at that you go i i don't know what happened but man we're getting ready in a couple of weeks for opening day and they're not even close to to closing that gap no you know the way nick wrote that again he wrote it in a way that i'm sure in this town he's going to get a ton of you know hate emails yeah right to retire old fart and so <laughs> people are going to lose their mind but going back to ac real quick i stopped following ac because i just feel like he's a homer he's not telling yeah. you truthfully what he sees what he hears and uh, Nick, I thought, wasn't a hatchet job. I thought it was exactly what, what I'm thinking yeah. as a baseball fan. And then um, 
Padres Twitter, which is always interesting, which is always fun to to play with a little bit because it always seems like everybody's completely on the side, like crazy on the other side of what they see. They're starting to turn on each other. Miserable oh. Padre fan is is not a dumb guy, and he never was a dumb guy. He was entertaining, right. but man, he made it clear he's a Padre fan. Yeah, you know, Sam's the same way. And then you sit there and you read these guys, and they're pointing out these aren't good. They basically are saying what you just said. Jeff's the biggest Padre fan I know. Yeah, been a fan of this team longer than any of you motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> so, been right? alive. So you could say whatever you want. You've been a fan since what eighty three. Eighty one, eighty one, right? I got here in eighty one. My first game, a uh, couple of games in eighty two, and then got full in in eighty three. Yeah. So I mean, again, most of you that, in on forty years that are on Padres Twitter weren't even born then. No. So was that the eighty four World Series? Yeah. Uh, was in the clubhouse at Dodger Stadium in ninety six. Yeah. Couldn't believe they were going to let Chris Gwynn bat, and then hugged him and said, "Hey, I need you on the post game show." Not afraid to admit that. <laughs> I was in Monterey, Mexico yeah. for the Caminetti. Saw Caminetti on the floor. Yeah. How many of you fucks did that? None of you. How that's many of you right. know who Juan Bonilla is? Yeah, none of you. Doug Goosh, the eye chart. <laughs> Timmy Lawler. And then uh, and then you and I uh, were fortunate enough to do pre- and post-game shows yes. for 98. But, yeah. And, and I mean, so, they've always been my... I never liked your Chargers. Yeah, so you guys can say whatever you want about me. I understand. But I'm looking at the guy across the table from me that's a huge Padre fan. He'll tell you all the time that's his number one team. And when he just said to you, this team is not better than they were when they were 28 games under 500 or out of first place, yeah, you're 100% right. They aren't. And Bob Melvin, man, as good as he might be, oh, yeah. we've had Bochi on the show a million times and Joe Torre and all these managers, Tony LaRusso, all these guys who say a good manager is worth maybe four wins a season. Right. Now yeah. we close the gap to 24. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, so anyone who says we have Bob Melvin, Bob Melvin's not happy about this shit. This isn't what he pictured when he signed. I'm not saying that he's made a mistake because he definitely did not. Oh, I Oakland's bet, a disaster. I, no, I, I would disagree with that. Do you think he might think that he could have gone to the Mets? Oh, I think he'd rather be here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he lives in Arizona, right? So he's in Peoria all the time. But you want to win. Everyone wants well, to win it. if you're a competitor. But, but he look what happened in Oakland. Yeah. Like, they completely gutted Oakland again. Yeah. You're and going they will out, do it the next time, too. Right. You're going out to the Coliseum, or what do you got out there? Do you have 2,000 people. Right. So now you come, you're in San Diego, you have the opportunity, really when you look at it as a manager, you go, we've got pitchers that should let us compete every night. When you look at Darvish and Snell and Clevenger, right, Musgrove? You hope. Yeah. I mean, and then be, you look- I'll be honest with you. I think Snell will be, Mike, I'm expecting, Snell will be the pitcher we saw the last month of the season, which was outstanding. Oh, that would be great. Clevenger, I expect to be very good. Yeah. Musgrove, I expect to be good. I have no faith in you, Darvish. I don't know why anyone else does. He had one win after the spider tech thing became illegal. One. Yeah, but he's uh, he figured it out. He's got a new sure. thumbtack. Sure. <laughs> Call me a liar. Um, he figured it out. Yeah, but I mean, for Bob, you're like, I'm going to a $200 million payroll. And yeah, no, I, I think he's... I think he's probably pretty excited about that change. You're right back in the middle of things. But... Boy, I don't think they're a competing well, team at all. Here's one thing that lit, I haven't seen anybody say, and maybe it's been on Padres' yeah. Twitter and I missed it. So my apologies. Remember when everybody, including myself, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. uh, I didn't participate as well. Remember when we all were jumping up and down about the number one farm system? Yes. Right? Yes. And man, look where we are. We were 17th. We were 24th. And now... All of you can sit on it because we're number one. The hell did that get you? 
Yeah. What do you, what do you got? I mean, where's right. And, and you go, well, hassle. I mean, I thought John Conniff and the group was great today on Mad Friars when people were talking about, hey, can C.J. Abrams break camp? And John pointed out he's got, I think John said he's got 78 at-bats above rookie ball. No. No. Hassle's a ways away. Yeah. But there was supposed to be. Nobody wants to trade Hassle when you look at Padres Twitter. People freak out. And they talk about some crazy deals. We could get this. Sean Manaya for Hassle. No way. And they, no matter who it is, no way. You hold on yeah. Hassle. Well, I get that. But I also go, your, your window's closing quickly. And you don't have 17 arms coming up in that farm system. Uh, am I right when I said Machado was an opt-out after this year? I, yeah, I said it the other night. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so got, there you go. So, I mean, so you're you gonna, better fucking perform. Yeah, I mean, you're very, very quickly going to be looking around going, well, Darvish is gone. Snell could be gone, right? Yeah. And then you got Clevenger's uh, out after this year. Yeah. So then you go, well, we've got Musgrove, and we've got Paddock, and we've got Gore, and then maybe a couple of guys at AA that their names I just don't know right now. But I look at it and I go, yeah, I love Hassel. But your window's now with this team. And that's what they're going to tell you, too. So if you got to flip that guy, that's the move. Remember when people freaked out, Dave, because you flipped Derek Lee for Kevin Brown? Yeah. People couldn't believe it. Yep. Couldn't believe that you traded Derek Lee. Yeah. And you went and got Kevin Brown. Yeah. That's, a, that's one of those trades that people will say is a good trade. Because it ended yeah. up, went in well for both teams. Right. Yeah. I mean, Derek but, Lee's not a Hall of Famer, but no, he had but a solid career. Neither is Kevin Brown. Solid career. Yeah. But Kevin Brown was big time for this team. Yeah. Kevin Brown. For that one year. He was, it was big. Yeah. And Derek Lee was big for both the Marlins and for the Cubs. Yeah. Kevin Brown will never be in the Padres Hall of Fame, right? No. No. I mean, he was here he for. Said, I'll be honest with you. This, for this franchise, why dude, not? I was just going to say. But really, when you look at it, he had the flu during the World Series. Yeah. And he was great during the regular season. Um, 17 strikeouts against the Astros, head up against Randy Johnson. Yeah. And he won it. But I think that what Kevin Brown did for this team when you had Wally Joyner and Steve Finley and Gwynn and Vaughn and Caminetti and Hoffman, amongst others, is he even brought more of a culture change in. Agree. And... They all said, yeah, when he's throwing, talk to Andy Ashby about what Kevin Brown meant. Man, I love Andy Ashby. Andy yep. Andy was that guy too. But, yeah, I mean, but you had to give up Derek Lee. And Kevin Towers did it. It was the number one guy in your farm system. Yeah. He said bullshit because he knew the window was right then. Yep. But so, if you did that now, if you traded a guy. Abrams. Let's say you, you had a chance to trade C.J. Abrams for, mm -hmm. let's say, a healthy Shane Bieber. Okay, yeah. but Bieber has one year left, let's say. Yeah. Padre fans, I think, for the most part, say, fuck no, we're well, not doing that. What I'd rather do, Dave, is look at trade scenarios where you're moving Abrams for a legit uh, left-handed bat in the outfield. Because that, to me, is where you go. That's what you really need right now on this team. Hey, did you guys not watch Nomar when he played for the Rangers a couple of years ago? He scares pitchers. Is that right? Is that right? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Hey, listen. We know Pagan struggled last year, okay? But man, oh man. We got him with Ruben, and you could just see it in his eye. Oh, is it okay? 
Fantastic. Swing in the drive. And Pagan gives up a three-run homer, and just like that, it's four to two Pirates. Yeah, it's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. All right, so I'm looking at Vegas odds right now. Yeah, right? what are we? Hang on, let me guess. Yeah, this. I don't know. That's what I want you to do. This, I want you to guess what are the odds for the Padres. Legitimately, 150 to one. No, 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 no. How many wins? Wins total. Oh. Uh, 82. See, I think 82 is a good number. Like, if I was setting the odds, Jeff, I yeah. honestly got, I would go 82. Yeah. What do they got them at? 88 and a half. Dude, little- like, I am running to say I'm taking the under, but then I've done yeah. this bet before. It sucks. Yeah. When you're sitting there rooting for a team oh, yeah. to lose every time. Don't, no. if you're a Padre fan, you don't want to take this bet. I'm telling you. But 80, 88 and a half is the same as the Milwaukee Brewers. Hmm who's a very good team and maybe the best starting rotation in all of baseball. What if he swings a deal for a hater? I don't know. You know what? I'd rather have the left-handed bat, like you said. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. have the bat. I'd rather have uh, a big-time DH or a big-time left fielder. Now, the trades that Preller makes, uh, boy, I tell you, man, they're really, really good at keeping everything locked down over there, yeah, right? Are. So who knows? Yeah. By the way, they have the Giants at 85 and a half. Uh, the Giants lost Posey. Yeah. But the pitching right. staff, I think, might have gotten a little bit better. I don't know. It's kind of a, yeah. kind of kind of Cardinals, 85 and a half. Like, they have the Padres at pretty, to me pretty high. Where I would sit there and I'd go and I'd, I would run and place that bet <laughs> under them in this. I just don't see yeah, it. Well, I, I wonder, too, if that number was set before no, they I'm, knew that to It's funny injury. you just said that. I'm looking at it right now. Vegas Insider. That's what it has right now. So they've got that with Kim at short? Yeah, this is live. Yeah, this is right now live. I, I don't know how you do that. I don't either. Doesn't make sense to me. They have the Braves at 89 and a half. Uh, One game better than the Pots? Who's the left fielder who's catching? Who's your DH? Yeah, I mean, Voight. Well, uh, well, uh, we'll see, right? I mean, Voight's a guy that's supposed to be against left-handed pitchers. The Dodgers have a shitload of left-handed pitchers in their yeah. starting rotation. I think Voight's. I think Voight's your guy. I mean, but who's your who's your left fielder? Right now, it's Profar. Um. Oh well, that's exciting. <laughs> or or it's your guy Will Myers? I don't know. Uh I I feel like. <laughs> Did you see that asshole Grant right on my Facebook page? What that asshole right? That fucking idiot. I, I posted a picture of that Freddie Freeman T-shirt at like number five Freeway with, but it said Freeman, and then. Grant writes, are you wearing his jock? And I, <laughs> and I wrote, well, Profars was already been worn by somebody else. And he's finally, he's like, all right, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> fucking jerk. Oh, that's so funny. No, we're fucked. Listen, we're fucked. okay, can we just all admit it? Okay, stop with the goddamn circle jerk. Okay, assholes. What are you, what are you, you know, all you optimistic assholes out there. <laughs> We're fucked. Okay, what are you going to do when the game's on the line opening weekend and you're sitting in your goddamn fisherman's hat looking like just as dumb as you can possibly look? And uh, what's that guy's you name? You sound like you're talking directly to Ernie Martinez right now. That's why I picture uh, I will tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm mind blanking. Our um, Miniac, the, the PA guy, great dude. I have no idea who that guy is. I've never met him. Oh, he's a great guy. When he says, coming out of the bullpen, Emilio Pogon. 
you're going to be, what? I paid $19 for a fucking Carl Strauss to watch this noodle arm? Fuck it up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. What are you going to do? It is... Um it is. It's very disappointing. Now, look, if if, they, if Tatis was 100% healthy and he's going into saying we, we're going into a season, we're going, hey, you missed a lot of games last I'd year. I'd still say we're fucked. You don't have, would he really? Would yeah, you we say don't have fucked? a left fielder. We're not 28 games better. You, yeah, you aren't 28 games better, but I think you feel a lot more hope going to Tatis. Now, I understand when the games Tatis played in, which is the strangest stat, the Padres actually had a losing record. Weird as yeah. hell. But Tatis had, had crazy outstanding numbers. And then you sit there and you go, well, fuck, he's out. And then when you read today when it's saying they're they're hoping for three months that he's out. Yeah. Hoping. I mean, there's a good chance they can just go, hey, we're just going to sit this one out. We're just going to sit the year out. Let him get healthy for the year. Oh, he can't. They could pull a Mike Trout move. Like, remember Mike Trout pulled his calf and never came back? Do you think that's because Mike Trout got locked into dog racing? (laughs) You, you know, the Angels are one of the weirdest teams up the yes, freeway. That's they, another one. That's another team I like. They make me insane, too. You know how you do the top 100? The Angels, this year in the top 100, will have players one and two. Yeah. And they're they're picked to finish like third or fourth in their division. Yeah. Strange you got Otani. Well. You got Trout. Yeah. You got Rendon. Yeah. And, Who and, the hell was, did they make a uh, free agent move, too? What am I mind blanking on? I feel like the Angels. Yeah, they, they picked up uh, Noah Syndergaard. Oh, yeah. That was a wild move, right? Yeah, yep. Dude, if Syndergaard was in this rotation, you'd feel a lot better. You'd go, hey, fuck, there's another pitcher that maybe we can rely on. Dave, I'm worried about the offense. I really am. I, I think I was I think I was hopeful. I mean, listen, I I think I think the Hosmer thing is toxic. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's toxic within the room between sure doesn't sound like Hosmer and anybody else. Um you hear weird things about other people on that team and not not confirmed enough to to blurt names out here. Yeah. But you hear weird things about other guys on that team that could be a little squirrely. But um but with Melvin coming in, like let's see, right? Chase yeah. Tingler all he wanted to do was just stay out of harm's way. And then you had Wayne Kirby and and the stories about Bobby Dickinson, maybe not Dickerson. as much or Dickerson and uh, you know where Wayne Kirby ended up? You go Baltimore. He's with the Mets. So oh Buck yeah, Buck Showalter brought him back. Yeah, got it. And Dickerson's with the Phillies. Yeah, both those guys might be the playoffs. Yeah, well, they're not going to have anything to do with it. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they wouldn't have anything to do with it here. But I'm just saying they got hired right away. And what's Matt Williams' role here? Oh yeah, he's a bench coach. No, Ryan Christensen's. Oh, the he's a third base coach. Is that what he's doing? I don't know what the fuck Matt's doing. I forgot Matt was here. You just said that. Fucking playing third, slide Machado <laughs> over his short. Dude, right now, this town would get excited about that. He is in great shape. His wife was, did you not see Blame It on Rio? Hey, you don't get a wife like that by mailing in box tops. You got to have it together, buddy. <laughs> oh, sorry he's not uh, Justin Turner, Dave. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I know he's 54. Fighting, fighting rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> By the way, the two worst teams in here for Nick, for this, according to Vegas odds, says yeah. the Pirates. Um, Pirates, 64 and a half wins. Orioles, 61 and a half wins. Damn. Nick Kennecke. 
Yeah, how about how about that? My buddy Nick loves those pirates. Does he really? Loves them. He's from there. Oh my god. Loves them. See, there's, and there's a lot of talk about Reynolds getting it, moved in a trade. Would you trade CJ Abrams for Reynolds? Uh to be your center fielder, your left fielder? No. No, I wouldn't do that one. I wouldn't do that. Uh, you'd have to be a little higher up the food chain for me to move that guy. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing it you for You want that. someone better than that. Yeah, you, you got to go out and get... You'd have to get a difference maker. The Trevor Story uh, signing was weird today, I thought. Yeah. You know? He's going to play second for a year? So, yeah, he has an opt-out after, like, every year he can opt out. He, uh, But he has... It's, it's a weird deal. Something strange is going on in Boston where... You don't want to say play the race card because, you know, unless anything's confirmed that you actually hear it because nobody wants to be accused of that shit. Yeah, talk to but, Robert Parrish. But, yeah, Robert Parrish said every day he drove to a Celtics game, somebody gave him the finger. He yelled something at him. Um, but the, the rumor that with the Red Sox saying they're trying to trade both Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers is bizarre. You're two yeah. best players, but then you go and you sign Trevor Story to a giant contract. You know? And you go, I don't get it. What, right? yeah, nobody gets it. People in Boston don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. The Red Sox were a very good team last year, and all of a sudden you're talking about getting rid of your two best players. Yeah, very, very, very strange. But who are we to judge anybody? Yeah, that's that's true. Okay, so one of the things I thought was was interesting, and I'm guessing you'll hear it on Sports Radio this week. The Machado Tatis relationship is is different than I think people thought. What'd they say? Where'd you hear that, this? That Machado hasn't spoken to him. That when they they asked Machado about what did what was your conversation with Fernando about about the motorcycle accident there was no check-in there was no you okay there's no nothing i think machado probably realizes too hey fucker you might have cost me this year too yeah. a chance to compete bitch yeah i'm 30 years old you know hey fucker how many of these years do you think i have left in my prime and your yeah. prime together that yeah. we can compete to try and make a run out of winning a world series yeah profar is like i got you manny I don't know. If you were, if, okay, let me ask you a question. Your teammates mm-hmm. with Mike Costa, Mike does something like this. And oh, yeah. Uh, I'd yell at Are you talking to Mike? Yeah, I've talked to Mike nonstop about what he did with the Mary Tillman interview. He ruined that. He did ruin that. <laughs> you know what? He made it memorable. I'll tell you that. I don't he, know if I would have, I don't know if I would have remembered that interview if it wasn't for Mike fucking it up so bad. He ruined that. He ruined John Garland. <laughs> John Garland's one of my favorites. Mike got nervous anytime we had to talk baseball. But then he'd throw that hand up. Yeah, I got yeah, a question. I got to, had, to, had to be in it. Get in there. I got a question. Come on, turn that mic off, write your update. John, yeah. is it going to be strange pitching in Anaheim? Uh, I've pitched a million times with the White Sox. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> Jeff and I are like, fuck. <laughs> I just put his head down, goes to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike didn't embarrass us, but he embarrassed. Everybody, that's great. When he passed on former Aztec great Ryan Lindley to draft <laughs> Topher Costa, I've reminded him of that too. That was great. That was great. That was a, but that was great. passed on Pete and Point Loma. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but no, yeah, I would. Oh me, I'd say it every day, all the time. Yeah, I. I but listen, I would also say that I have. Admitted on this show, yeah, plenty of my own faults. Mainly the one I remember the most is when Angel. What's the one I should remember? Mike to Giovanna. Yeah, but that, that that to me that's not a big deal. I yes, it is when you lock up. Okay, what's you, worse that you couldn't say his name or I couldn't have certain guests on the show because I laughed because I, I was immature. Nancy Gay. 
Nancy Gay. Who was the Crumpacker guy? John Crumpacker. John Crumpacker. Anything that sounded something that was funny to a third grader, yeah. I would laugh and say, you we can't can, put him on. We can't book him. Can't. <laughs> you but, can roll your eyes at me. There's a big story happening right now, but we can't yeah, put Nancy Gay Yeah, in San Francisco, but I can't book Nancy Gay because you're going to be over there. It's really great. Can't wait till Brandon and uh, Geekster hear the show. It's great. Yeah. That was 20 years ago. I've matured. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Mike DiGiovanna. I could not say his name. Never. Mike, in, Mike, introduce yourself, please. I'm Mike DiGiovanna. I'm the Angels beat writer. Thank you. He's like, Mike DiGiovanna. He's only on like five times a year. I know. I know. <laughs> Completely locked up. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there are other things, too. Um, I don't know. I just remember we've had some, but it was, you know. I remember one. I remember this was the funny yeah. one. I remember. Brad Holland was on the show. We were at KFMB. Yeah. Brad used to come on a lot. Yeah. And Brad was coaching at USD. And you said something about a UCLA team. You oh, got, yeah. I fucked up. And you freaked out. You're waving at me. Hang on. I got to jump in here. Hang on. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, yeah. I fucked up. I remember. I, I, I fucked no, up. No, but I mean, yeah. th- that to me, like, when they happened, um, and I was like, what? That's right. He, co- you, he covered me. Brad, Brad covered me. Cover you. But as soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized I fucked up the history of the question. Like I had the wrong wrong player or something. But I, that to me was always one where I was like, nobody picked yeah. that up. But it's like, yeah, when you have disasters, oh, if yeah. I sat here and thought of them, oh, yeah. I mean, the Volkswagen night. That was the best. That, I love that. Uh, I told that one, but we'll tell it again. It, yeah. we, we had were sleep deprived, just to give you a pass. Yeah, we had worked like 60 straight days at KFMB, and they were giving away a Volkswagen bug that was... Painted in like psychedelic colors. Yeah. And I had to read the liner every 15 minutes. Hey, don't forget, uh, coming up on Tuesday, whatever, June 7th, we're giving away the bug from Jerry Garcia Volkswagen. Make sure you register. And the goddamn liner was like nine lines. Yeah. You just had to read and read and read. And I'd finish it. And then we'd come out of a break, and Horton would be like, hey, hit the Volkswagen thing. Shit! It was like Stern having to do the weather and time oh. every 10 minutes on that thing. That was you. You had to read that all the time. All the time. I just keep reading this liner. Hey, don't forget, <laughs> giving away this Volkswagen, right, from Art Michaels Volkswagen. Man, it's so fun. It's painted in the psychedelic colors. I'm just giving the jack-off motion. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> And so this thing, it just, it felt like we were never giving it away. It just felt like I was promoting it. We were giving it away in 2029. Yeah. And I was going to have to read this thing four times an hour, every show on the weekends. It wasn't even like our station. I thought it was Star was giving it away, but we had promoters on Star. We were? Yeah, Sniff. Great idea, Sniff. Great. Sniff and uh, I don't, who knows. So uh, we finally realized that, hey, this thing's being given away. And I've read it. I feel like it was in like the, the 9 o'clock hour. So we were 7 to 10. And we come out right after 9. Horton again, Mr. Positive. Hey, why don't you hit that Volkswagen thing? Oh, great. <laughs> so I read it again. Hey, don't forget, you know, we're, we're giving away uh, this Volkswagen Bug painted in these super fun colors. It's brought to you by Pete Harris Volkswagen. And the giveaway is Tuesday. And I realized I go, or Thursday. I'm like, hey, that's day after tomorrow. You jackasses. And I, oh! Oh, no! 
oh no. And uh, and Palais and Horton lose it. <laughs> lose it. And I'm like, oh my God. We're going to lose that Pete Harris. We're going to lose them. I am so fired right now. And Palais done. Couldn't breathe. And Couldn't I'm like, breathe. <laughs> and then, and we had, the way the clock was set up, we had like a 17-minute segment, and yeah. this was right when we came out. Yeah. And we had like 16 minutes and 12 seconds to go. And I was like, oh, oh, my God. What'd I do? Do you remember my, my answer? Yeah, he told Horton, play a record. Play a record on an AM station. I couldn't breathe. I just yell out, play a record. <laughs> Which is, he was like, What? Horton just looked at me like it's the dumbest idea. Uh, uh, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it was. It, and when you don't talk for two seconds in radio, it feels like twenty minutes. Well, I think people could hear us wheezing. Oh, we were. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Here's one, dude. I, don't I wish you, I had the tape of that because I would, I would play that. I wish I could play that on the air. I wish because I don't think you'd pick up. You wouldn't pick up the Costa Mary Tillman thing. Like, no, you wouldn't. I, you know, we just say, "Hey, Mike's stepping out." While we're like, hey, "Get the." Yeah, <laughs> she was disgusted too. That was she's was like, so "Come great. on, get out of here, big baby, <laughs> big baby Huey." That's what she was doing. Do you remember this one? Uh, this one cracks me up because Horton and Jeff both tell me ahead of time I have to announce a winner. Okay, and and then they both say to me, "Hey, don't give out the guy's phone number on the air." Do you remember oh this? Yes. And I was like, I looked at you guys like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I go, I'm smarter than that. Oh, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to give out the number on there. <laughs> so I was going to come back and I was going, I, just to prove these guys wrong, I'm going to give out his fucking number on there, but then I'm going to hit the dump button. So right. I'm the only ones that would hear it be you and Horton right. would hear that I fucked it up. Mr. Radio. But nobody else would know because I just yeah. fucking erased the last seven seconds of the show. Yeah. And I fucking hit that dump button, and it didn't work. Nope. And then I got called in the next day. Yep. Hey, Sniff. Hey, did you give out a winner's number number on the air? Are you crazy? And it, nothing I could say made any sense to Dave Sniff. No, none he, of it. He was like, are you fucking stupid? Would you, why would you think the dump button was going to save your ass? Why are you trying to entertain those two assholes? Like, he was so mad at me <laughs> for trying to play a game, a trick on you guys. Yeah. And I read the guy's number right on the fucking air. Uh, yeah, which... But you guys were all great and didn't call, you fucking jerks. <laughs> you got me in trouble. I got called in. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think I've said to people, right, like the, I, I didn't know Rusty Nails. I didn't yeah. know him, and I'm really sorry I didn't know him. It was so nice the other day. On Friday, they had the memorial for him. I believe it was at Monarch in Del Mar. Yeah. And uh, I watched the show they did yesterday. Really cool that that. Sully did and I, Tommy. I, I, I missed that. I, I meant to watch it. I should have sent my DVD. It's on YouTube. Is it really? I'm yeah, it's watch on it YouTube, and it's cool. His son goes up and and plays a song cool. with, with Sully's band. How old's his son? Uh, God, looks to be like you know late twenties, early thirties. Okay. okay. And uh, you know, uh, Bob Sullivan is just great. And uh, we don't know Tommy that well. You know Tommy, know Tommy better Tommy than I well. do. Yeah, Tommy actually reached out to me yesterday. Yeah, Tommy's cool. And has done so much, but I just I dig Bob Sullivan. Like Sully's just a really, really good dude, and has always been a good dude. And those guys, man, when Sully's talking about they they'd done that show for twenty five years, uh, the big business show. But on Friday, like it was a crazy day at work. My boss, uh, Chris Carlin, who'd been there for twenty four years, it was his last day. 
we had friends from Minneapolis that were in visiting uh, Upper Deck. Yeah. And in the morning, uh, Nina Detro, ball girl Nina, all of you know her, sent us a text and said, hey, guys, I just want you to know this afternoon we're doing the memorial for us and we'd love to have you. And, Dave, that meant so much to me. Yeah, I I, I I felt terrible. I know you couldn't make it because of work. I had baseball, but, man, I 100% would have tried to move that practice schedule around if I had time. I had no idea it was. Any other day, I would have been there just for her. For her. And then to Uh, see. Just a few hours just wasn't enough time to to move everything around for everybody else. But then, Dave, to see the outpouring of love that showed out and all the San Diego radio. You know, Dave was there. Cookie was there. Jeff and Mike Berger and Prescott were there, right? Yep. Shotgun Tom, LaDonna's there, Coe's there. All like, those KOSI people showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, man. So I don't know. I was going to text her and just be like, hey, are you guys going to, are you going to post that anywhere? Sometimes a memorial gets posted. But we didn't, you know, that really impacted me that night when we were here. Um, because I do. I, I enjoy that show. It's It's fun. And it's just... I don't know what the demographic is, but I'm absolutely in the middle of that demo. I just love watching those guys. Mike's been on it. Jesse Lozano, yeah. our buddy's been on it. And uh, just a bunch of radio dorks telling stories. And to me, I crack up. Um, it was No, what was weird is, if you remember what we were doing on our show, which we've never do. Right. We were talking about all the people well, we had worked, I had worked with at KSDL that had on passed that night. Away. And then all of a sudden, I looked at my phone while you're sitting uh, there talking and- I mean, that was so nuts. It was extremely sad. And as you said, the fact that we know Nina so well is extremely sad. And then I was getting ready to leave. We left for a week, and we just didn't get a chance to do it. But uh, Nina, who's the ex-wife of Jeff from Jeff and Jer, and Russ have been together. My gosh, it's got to be seven to ten years, yeah. I would think. And I'm just watching Dave because tough weekend for me. And I'm just watching. She's posting all these videos and pictures and, and of her and Russ. And the thing that I love the most when I'm watching it is, like I said, I don't, I don't believe I ever had the chance to meet him, but I've heard nothing but great stories about him, what a wonderful guy he was. And, uh, but I know her, yep. and you know her, and we love her. And when you see the genuine laughter and the smiles and you see it in her eyes, like she was so happy in Russ's company. And I'm so sorry for her loss. I'm so sorry for Sully, for Tommy and for Russ's family and friends and, you know, watching Jeff and Mike and, and Tom and, you know, guys that we know cookie guys that have been so impactful for us, uh, sharing stories about their friends. And like I said, Bob Sullivan used to just be a champion when we were doing stadium talk and it would get into the numbers and all of it was above our head as far as what the taxes were and everything else. And Sully was just hanging at, at Kogan. He's like, dude, you need us? I was like, yes, Sully, <laughs> sit out. And just, uh, and man, his, you know, he, he did a really good job. Bob did a really, really good job on that KUSI show, man. But I, I just, we were, that was the last show we did. And then I was gone for a weekend. Um, yeah, I just wanted to send my sincere condolences. I know you feel the same way, Dave. Yeah. Just I'll, a terrible loss for San Diego. You know, one thing I'll say is it's not easy to go through every day with a smile on your face. And that's yeah. what Rusty Nails was known for. Yeah. And that's why I think, you know, Nina was so happy is that he's, he was a guy that was just fun to be around. Well, in I mean, look at all those videos. You see any videos where he's not just smiling from ear to ear? Yeah. And when you, you know, when I got here, we talk about radio so much and, and the guys he, I loved hearing Mike and Jeff Berger and Prescott were talking about 
Russ at 91X. And I don't know. I don't think he's that much older. So, I mean, he, he got his start in the market when he was yeah. young. They talked about always being at the improv, right? And yeah. and you just remember, like, dude, this guy's a champ. And with Brian Jones and Katie Manor, I bet for a long time, San Diego listeners, you remember those guys when they were on 91X and and just making his way around town. But he was he was such a part, along with Steve West, who we did know and we loved. Um, there was such a part of the fabric of 91X and what an amazing station. Remember when 90, Dave, this was before you got here, but 91X, when I got here in the early 80s, was a classic rock station. And all of a sudden, and I think credit goes to John Lynch Sr., um, they became alternative rock and started playing bands like The Clash and and bands like that. I was thinking of Nirvana. There's a ton of Nirvana. Well, but I'm saying when yeah. you go back to early 80s. When yeah, they I wasn't fl- here. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I moved. Again, the first station I worked for was 690, and 91X was right across the hall. Yeah. So we were always walking back Dude, and forth. Playing like Madness yeah. and all that, right? The Clash and all these different bands. Every college kid. I'm sure high school, too. Everybody had a 91X sticker. Yeah. It changed it. I mean, yeah. they came. Remember, like, uh, like uh, KLOS or, or just iconic stations, The Loop in Chicago. 91X became one of those stations that not only here in San Diego, but nationally, people were like, they were so ahead of the curve. And I don't, I I wish uh, like Loretta or pal Loretta or others that were there and, and were such yeah. a big part of it, they would know who the music directors were. But, but Russ was right there and part of it with Steve and others, Brian Jones, like I mentioned, um, there was such a huge part of the development of 91X, man. Yeah. He's a guy, like, when I think about it, I just, I wish we knew him better. Because yeah. he would have been a guy to get in here and tell his career. Just didn't know him at that level to to feel comfortable inviting him in. But, uh, God, I, I'm just, I, I know you are too. I'm just so sorry for his loss. And we just, I, I think that night when you said it, all I could say was, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Because... Uh, that's what he meant to San Diego, not just uh, those that loved him. So, yeah, rest easy, Russ. Absolutely. Hey, I want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is the person you want to talk to when it comes to real estate. Right now, it's the number one topic of conversation outside of gas prices is the real estate market. It's not just here in California, but it's everywhere across the country. When you look at the value of your home and how quickly it's going up, if you're lucky enough to own a home right now and you've thought about selling it, the person to talk to is Brian Curry. I don't think there's any of us that haven't thought for a second, what could I get for my home and what would I do? If you're getting in that process of, of following through and saying, I'm ready to sell my home and make that move, call the person who's going to get the most for your home. That's going to be Brian Curry. Also, the person that's going to help you find your next home. Brian's the guy with more than 25 years of experience. He's the person you want to talk to. He's a negotiation specialist, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Yeah, the, the market right now, man, oh, man, I, I was uh, went to lunch today, had to run some errands, and reading it out of town. Like, when I cut through airports, like, I was like, I don't know, because I'm an idiot, but I'll pick up like their version of San Diego Magazine, just because yeah. I kind of like reading like what matters in other cities. What's going go. on in your, their, their neck of the woods? <laughs> Who said that? That fucking idiot, Al Roker. Oh my god! Now gosh. time to check out what's going on in your neck of the woods. God, that would have driven me crazy. I'm glad you told me the punchline. 
Yeah, and so you're reading different stories and people paying these massive rents everywhere. But San Diego has just become ridiculous. So when you're looking to buy or sell, you really do. You need somebody that's going to help you. And especially as the market continues to go up and up and up, is it going to adjust? Well, uh, Brian Curry may not know the exact time frame, but he sure knows the right property for you that is going to give you the safest investment. We mentioned this last week. When you sign the paperwork, as I did on an FHA loan, Dave, I know you've done it as well. Yeah. Uh, the majority of those are a 30-year loan. That's a huge commitment. You want to make sure you're signing it and you're going to be excited about it. Brian can help that, uh, help make that happen. All right. Taylor May Pools, who you want to talk to is wow. Alan Taylor. Ta- Taylor May Pools. Man, the weather in San Diego has been absolutely beautiful the last couple of days. We know that the good weather is coming. It's going to be warm. If you're outside for five minutes, you probably came in and said, man, I have color on my face. Guess what? The backyard right now with a perfect pool, it's time to start fighting the friends and family over. Most people, you know, aren't even wearing masks anymore. Nobody's thinking of COVID. It's feeling as normal as it's been in the last two and a half years. Taylor May Pools, time to have those backyard parties, and it all starts with a Taylor May Pool from Alan Taylor. Ask about the available financing, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. I think the reality of what's going on in the world is starting to hit a lot of us, and it's starting to hit when you go to the gas tank, right? Like when you go to the gas yeah. station and you fill up and you go and you, I mean, I'm, Insanely lucky I have a Sonata hybrid and that thing gets 600 miles to a full tank. That's nice. It's crazy. Um, And I'm very thankful just the way things worked out. But it was still, uh, I think, $61 to fill that thing today. And you're like, dude, I don't have a 97-gallon tank. I'm not driving cross-country, right? Driving Budweiser's from here uh, to Lubbock, Texas. What the hell's going on? And I mention that because I think we're facing a situation again where a lot of the things that we used to do, maybe you drive up the coast. I, my family used to stay in Monterey every year. Damn, I don't know that we would have done that this year. It just would have been crazy. So why not put that money to better use and use it for a tailor-made pool and say, yeah, I don't need to go away. I don't need to go to spring training this year. Maybe I'm not going to go to Monterey or anywhere else. Instead, I'm just going to stay home, take advantage of the time off, and I'm going to enjoy a gorgeous pool. You can see what those pools look like at DaveAndJeffShow.com under the sponsor page. Today, I was out with uh, with Rita, and we stopped at a gas station, and I'm putting gas in the car. She runs yeah. in, and she gets a scratch-off ticket, which she never does. She goes, here, start scratching it while you're waiting for the tank to fill up. So I scratch it off, and it says, you know, you want a free ticket. And I'm like, fuck. Great, now I got to go back in. Yeah, and I said, you go back in. I never told you to get this fucking ticket. I'm pissed, you yeah. know? And so my gas takes $123. Oh, okay. wow. And she comes out with another ticket, and I'm just on the back of that truck, and I'm scratching, and I'm like, is this what our white trash lives have turned yes. into? 123 bucks, and I'm hoping to hit it big at a gas yeah. station on a Sunday? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Going to get nacho fries? <laughs> what the hell's happening here? Damn it. Yeah. That's where you're at. Yeah, no no joke, man. It, it is a lot different. When you talk about finances, and so many people are concerned right now, about how they're going to afford certain things. It's expensive to eat out. It's expensive yeah. to do a lot of things right now. 
Dan Williams is who you want to talk to. He's the guy that's the money guy. He's the guy we talk about the bar smart and we talk about as far as repaying your cost of debt. Look, here's the deal. Um, let's get debt free. Let's get out of that situation in 2022. Let's Dan William, let Dan Williams take care of you. Dan's the one that wants to help you get out of the rental market, buy your first property. Dan Williams is your guy. He's the guy to help you out. Again, his phone calls are extremely fast. He's not looking to do anything but to help you out. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Look, I mentioned it. I was lucky enough to get into a Sonata Hybrid. But, man, buying that car... The dealer had the power, right? Yeah. Like, they had no cars on the lot. Uh, one, the other one they had was this shitty, ugly gray color. I don't know why they had that. Car looked like shit. <laughs> and so, uh, the one I wanted, they had one. Yeah. And it was because my credit score was good, and I was had really no outstanding debt that I was able to get that car because otherwise I probably would have been waiting three weeks for easily another one to easily. come in. There's no inventory anywhere. No, because of the, the chipboards and everything else. And so I, I thank Dan so much for that. Um, and then had no idea that, you know, at that time gas was probably three bucks a gallon, but I was thrilled to get this car. It cost me at the time, 32 bucks to fill. And now it's double that. But, uh, but yeah, when you have your finances in order, when difficult times show up unexpectedly, you can find the answer that fits for you and that worked for me and it'll work for you as well. Check out Dan's videos. We've got a link to them on our website at DaveAndJeffShow.com. And really the other thing is I talk about this a lot. They're great videos to watch with your kids because they're not really teaching this yeah. stuff in high school. True how to manage finances. And Dan gives really great information in layman terms, uh, 858-688-6813. Kyle Fluker's you want to talk to when it comes to your website. Again, Kyle Fluker is the guy that can help bring traffic to your business. It's so important to have the right website. It's maybe the most important thing to do. Kyle's your guy. So many of the people that Jeff and I are, are friends with that run businesses, they go through Kyle as well because he's great at his job. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Did you see that smoke show, Laura Kane, the other day? I did. How about her? She always looks good. Gorgeous, yes. right? Love her. Yeah, she called the other day and said, hey, I've got questions about my website. Tell me the guy you, you use. I said, Kyle Fluker. She goes, hey, can I call him and ask some questions? I go, nope. <laughs> What's it for me? I did not. I said, yeah, after I accused you of sniffing highlighters, it's the least I could do. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Dave's right. I mean, friends reach out. Julie Brownman reached out, right? Sean Walchef yep. reached out. So many people are using uh, Kyle's services, and not only are they using it, but they're thrilled with it like we are. You will be too. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much they're worth? This is March 21st. Okay. All right, for start with someone who's no longer with us. It's Eddie Money. Eddie Money. I liked him. Uh, I did too. Say he would have been... I think this, I, my initial number was going to be 72. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to say 77. Ah, dude, you're so close to the first time. 73. Okay. Uh, you know, I just don't know how much, uh, you know, shaken put uh, in the bank. He and Ronnie Spector, he probably had to give that little twerp some money. I'm going to say 17 million. Close. $20 million. All right. 20 million. Next one, Rosie O'Donnell. 
Rosie O'Donnell. Dave, how far could you go in a car with Rosie O'Donnell? We're going to start in Eastlake. The hopeful goal, Dave, is we're going to try to get to Bend, Oregon. No. Can you get, well, Yuma. Yuma. Well, it's the opposite way I'm of sorry. where we're going. Maybe that's why. Yeah. No, I, I'm thinking how far Santa can I Barbara? go? Two hours. I can go two hours with Rosie, probably. Well, in traffic, I'll get you to Del Mar. Yeah. Um, I'll drop you off at Del Mar, Rosie. Let's say Rosie's 50. I'm trying to think. What would I talk to Rosie about? Oh, yeah. oh, Dave, you know what? I would you... talk to her about a league of their own. No. Well, probably, yeah. What? Dude. By the way, they said, I saw this, uh, Bob Costas doing a whole thing on MLB Network about League of Their Own. Yeah. And they said by far she was the best player. Oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Dave, you know why you could drive with her? I'm going to tell you this. Go ahead. You could drive with her all the way to Bend, Oregon. Talk about uh, the view fights? Yes. Yeah, I, I would. That'd be the next thing. Because she would be, listen. She, she tells the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, and she yeah. tells great stories. Yeah. Oh, I think you. I think she'd be great. Actually, it was funny. I was going to say the same thing with you. I didn't even watch that show, but I bet. Do you this remember in 2007? Oh, I became yes. addicted to the show. Jeff and I were doing free FM at 10 o'clock in the morning, but I would set my DVR we, at 10. And Safe Stewart had it on. Yeah. I, yeah. And Safe Stewart and I would talk about it. I could not get enough of these fights. Rosie that, would not go for bullshit. With that Elizabeth yeah, Hasselbeck. Exactly. She's right. a hot little fight. Yeah. That's when I started watching that damn show. Yeah. She would tell all the stories about Barbara. Yeah. That's true. I, I, I might I, make it pretty far then. I think you go all the way to Ben because yeah, she might. tells good stories. I might. I changed my opinion too. I would have said I'd probably get to Santa Barbara. No, I think even though I didn't watch that show, I bet she'd be hysterical. Plus, she was in um, what other movie am I thinking of? League of Their Own. She'd be great telling. Dude, she ran with Madonna, man. Yeah, I think those stories would be yeah, like that'd be pretty good too. Pretty and then, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say 58. 60 years old. 60. I think, dude, I think she made some money. I'm going to say 90 million. 120 million. Wow, good for her. Matthew Broderick. This guy. <laughs> You're not a fan? I'm a fan. Ferris Bueller, he's just such He was a... great in Ferris Bueller. I just saw The Cable Guy, which I'm not a huge fan of that movie, nah. but, but it was on today. Uh, yeah, he just married Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Seems all right. She probably has more money than him. Yeah. He has a lot of money. All right. Yeah, Broadway guy. Yep. Pretty likable. I'm going to say he's... Uh, Nobody dislikes that guy. No, I'm going to say he's also 60. Exactly right. And I'm More in the same day. I'm going to say 100 million. 200 million. Wow. Look at that. Wow, because, dude, he was in all those Broadway things, man. Yeah. Cleaned up. All right. I was Okay, look, I've never been to a Broadway show in my life. I don't think I have. I, hell, I don't yeah. know. When I was eight years old, my mom took me to New York. Remember we saw the Rockettes? Maybe we did. I don't know. Yeah. How do, you, how do those Broadway stars make all that money? Dude, ticket prices are high. Is that why? Yeah, ticket, that pri high? ticket prices are high. That's pretty cool. Like, you watch those guys, right? I mean, we go see, you go to concerts, and you watch, right? You pay attention to everybody yeah. there. But man, I saw, I took my mom for her birthday a handful of years ago. Dude, this has got to be 20 years ago. I took my mom to see Brian Dennehy in L.A. do Death of a Salesman. Yeah. Well, the maybe the coolest thing I've ever seen live. Like, I've seen the Stones and everything else. But, I mean, just the emotional performance, right? I loved Brian Dennehy. He was awesome. But, uh, like, I'm just watching. And we saw it at, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then he had to come back and do that show at 7.30 again that yeah. night. And you go, how do you do that? Yeah, he was. How long does the show go? Uh, it's usually, like, an hour and then okay. a 15-minute intermission. And then he comes back for another hour. Wow. But I saw Daryl Hammond, dear Saturday Night Live guy. Yeah. 
Daryl Hammond did his one man show in La Jolla talking about how everything fell apart. God, that was great. And then we saw Jersey Boys was a lot of fun. And Daryl Hammond and Bruce Bochy are really good friends. Oh, I didn't realize they that. They grew up right? together. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Daryl Hammond they, they show is so good, man. Wild. But those guys that get on and like I I have an admiration for that. I wouldn't go see cats or rent or any of that shit. No. And then watch the Tonys and get mad when your guy doesn't win. Right. <laughs> like Mike was going, remember when Mike was going to Vegas to see Mamma Mia? Yeah. Like, that's cool. Do you want to go? Nope. <laughs> um, Did I want to go to Disneyland with Mike? Oh, I'd go with Mike. He knows all those. And the hidden Mickeys. Yeah. That'd be fun. He's too Disneyland crazy. He is. I'm not going to argue that. But, um, but yeah, man, if you could see somebody, like, really good. Who's our guy, man? I'm drawing a complete blank. Who's the guy at 1090 that was our imaging guy? He was, he was so good. Oh, Tom um, Howell. Yeah, he's a huge uh, yeah. Disneyland and Star Wars guy. I'd like to get those guys in here. We could do some Disneyland trivia. Dave said no. I did say no. I'm saying no right now. All right. When I guest star on Crossing Streams, me and, Elston, me and Elston will uh, grill those guys. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, last one on here okay. is, uh, I don't know if uh, if you're going to be close on this one, Gary Oldman. Oh, Gary Oldman, wow. Uh, 67. 64. Uh, 30 million. $40 million, not bad. All I don't right. know if you knew anything about Gary Oldman. Yeah, I love Gary Oldman. Played uh, Sid Vicious. There you go. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. If you could swap lives with another person on the planet, would you do so? <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> Fuck it right now. Let's go. Later. All of a sudden, you're Tom Brady. That's crazy. Right? But you understand, by doing that, it means your kids are out. Yeah. You got Tom's kids. Catch a cell. Oh, that's true. And a lot of money. Dude, Ben Affleck probably wouldn't be bad, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. That's true. That's funny to think. Tom Brady is a pretty funny call. Yeah, who are you changing with? I, I was thinking LeBron, but LeBron is with the same person. I want to be with. I want to be someone that's a coxman. I've never. I've been with the same person for over thirty-two years. Yeah, I want to see what it's like. We just go person to person. Peter North. Yeah, eh, he's past his prime. You know, he's just talking about what he used to do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's the guy in the movies that fucking is everything. That's a plumber and the pizza guy and the doctor. Tom Byron. No, no, that's that's old time. Not Tom. The right now, do you know how many kids my uh, son's age are yelling at this thing? I don't know. I can't think of the guy. Anyway, the guy's he's he's everybody. It's so funny when it's like Happy Father's Day. The guy when I put out that meme and this guy wearing eight different costumes because he's about to walk into a <laughs> girl's house. Uh, it's awesome. I don't know. Oh my gosh! Dude. I know the old school All from right. my days at the warehouse. If you had to get a tattoo today, what would you get? Uh, I like that. I. Well, what's really funny is I'd probably get the letter C and the letter J from my kids. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably do that. You were talking about a kid's tattoo last time. Yeah. Last time we I, talked tattoos. Yeah, I would Are you do, still going to do it or not going to do it? Um, Probably not. Yeah. But so I'm glad I didn't get it. I was thinking of getting a tattoo a year ago, and I didn't do it. I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I, I'd probably get a C and a J, figure out yeah. something, you know, for those two guys. That'd be fun. Yeah. Then you have your stepson who's going to be upset. Yeah, I mean... I, He'll figure it out. It's like in his 30s. He'll figure it out. 
Love that dude. He's awesome. Oh uh, my god! Have you heard this right now? My phone would be like, "What the yeah. fuck is that?" Yeah, what's that supposed to mean? We'll figure it out. Yeah, it'd be fine. What's wrong with you? I don't live with your mom anymore. I love it, man. <laughs> but Are you the type of person that a friend can call to help them move? No, God, no. Don't ever. No, I'll yeah, give you. I'm a, with you. I'll give you uh, the number of a good U-Haul company, which would be my man Junior Nature. Right down there at uh, AA Auto Repair at the corner of probably, what is that, 71st in Uni? Dude, fuck all that, dude. Give them a moving company, all right? right? You're at the point of your life where you don't move shit anymore. It doesn't work this way. I own a truck. Don't ever call me and say, can I borrow your truck to help move something? You can't. That's not going to happen. And look, I know that old saying, there are two types of people, the the type of friends that will help you move and the type of friends help you move a dead body. Look, man, I'm not helping you move. I fucking hate moving. Would you move the dead body? It depends who the person was. It depends who the person was. I'm not going to say names. <laughs> a year ago, I would have said names. That's if you were leaving classic. here and, and hit someone on the 54 and you called me, yeah. I'd come oh, help yeah. you. I would help you. That's true. I'd help you. Thanks. I'd help Mike. <laughs> I'd help Stevie Woods. No, I wouldn't help Stevie. You know why? He would why? talk about it on there. God, he would. That He'd fun. blow our cover and then all of us are, are, are going to Well, oh, That's true. Yeah, call Ben. God, did you see what he did to Ben tonight? That, the hotel room thing? Dude. I don't know why that struck me so funny. I'd be like, if he did that to me, I would just set his foot on fire. <laughs> set his foot Dude, on fire. That is the funniest, so stupid, and it's so great. It's so simple. He killed him. God, that was awesome. And I guarantee you, Ben couldn't even care less. You and I no. would be like, we're going to fight you in the street. <laughs> Take that fucking tweet down. And it's just so funny. All right, next question. Do you make tough decisions on your own or do you bounce them off other people that you respect? Depends on the situation. Personal, uh, boy, I'm really, really lucky. I'm really, really lucky. The guys on my team I love, and I really do feel like that as a team, we're successful when everybody has some kind of input. And if it becomes a bit of yeah. an impasse, I'm going to ultimately have to make the decision. But it's funny because... Um, you know, our team lost a really, really key guy on Friday. Our pal Chris yep. Carlin is moving on and after 24 years. And I just called the three guys that are on my team. We have two new people starting a week from tomorrow. But for this week, man, for all of us, Chris was a huge impact for us and, and me uh, in particular, right? Like yeah. just maybe the coolest guy I've ever worked for. And, and I, I can't think of anybody better. And traveled together, right? And we just laughed our ass off every day. And now that's a huge void for us. But I'm so thankful that I've got the three guys on my team to kind of help us keep the train moving. And then we had two new people uh, a week from tomorrow. So, yeah, I love it, Dave. Especially now in kind of a... It's weird to think of being in a management role over there. But um, I just find that really, really important to to get everybody's voices. Okay, let's say it came to buying a house. You're yeah. Oh, about, yeah. You were bouncing off somebody. Yeah, I would buy, say, what do you think? I'd probably, you know, if I was buying a house right now, I'd probably just bounce it off of Alan Taylor and Flukes. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm going to Dan and Brian. What are you doing? No, I'm about? just saying, no, they don't count. Those guys are professionals. I'm talking as they're like, not even your sister, all right? But I'm, yeah. I'm talking like a friend. Would you say, hey, come look at this house before I buy it? Tell me what you think. Yeah. You would. Uh, yeah, I would. You know who I'm trying to think? Yeah, I mean, like, I'd have, like... I mean, you bought a car, which is a pretty big purchase. For some, you said you've ever bought a, a brand-new car. Yeah. 
who did you talk to about that? Well, it's, it turns out it's the second time I bought a brand new card. This is very funny because my ex was telling the story with my kids. Now, my ex is not only a lawyer, but she's a finance major. Yeah. We were just dating. This is when we were doing the show. This is during the 800 days because we were doing the show at your other place. And I went and I bought a Ford. That's right. You did. You bought a Ford. I remember that. Ford Focus. It was black, yeah. Black. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I didn't get power, power windows. No way. You didn't? Yeah. I, I don't think I was ever in that car. Yeah. And she. Jesus Christ, dude. She's like, we were. 1977? Yeah. She's like, we're goddamn dating. We're close to being engaged. Fucking call me. So, yeah. It, she would be a great one. <laughs> I wish I knew this. Yeah, it's 100%. Dude, I would have killed oh. you for doing that. Oh, we were dying. So every time you had to go through a drive-thru, you're just sitting there rolling like a yeah. motherfucker. They're going to dislocate your shoulder. I know. Jesus. And then I, yeah. What would have cost? An extra 50 bucks? God, who knows? Jesus. Antonia's Ford? It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, I couldn't give less of a fuck. I it was, was like, less than 20 years ago. It was like, Dude, it was. Holy fuck, you didn't have power windows. No. I don't even know if I... I you should be in the Guinness Book of World's record. The last guy to buy a new car without <laughs> right. power windows. Oh, my God, Dave. My kids <laughs> my kids and their mom were lighting me up. I goddamn couldn't breathe. It was Because everybody was right. Everybody yeah. was right. And their mom was just like, your dad was just the king of no fucks given. Like, fuck you it. still are. I know. But she's like, but I got to get in that car. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I'd take... Oh, I'd take hilarious. That was the funniest thing in the night. Yeah, Vita would be great. I would take her. You know who the first person popped into my head, though, was Katie Temple. Yeah. Katie would be great. I'd have to buy her drinks at Nunu's and cover her last <laughs> nine tabs. Right now, she's just on the treadmill, and she's like, oh, he's fucking dead. Son of a bitch. Um, but yeah, no, I think we're really lucky. I think there's a bunch of friends that we have. Yeah, no big decisions like that. You have to. Oh, my gosh. You know what's... Uh, you know what's funny is um, we're watching TV. They said, "Do you want me to record uh, the Lakers show?" You know My- that comes on. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, we want to record." <laughs> I love that yeah. show. Uh, God dang, I did something yesterday because this kid on my team. I have a I have a coach who just was playing college uh, baseball a year ago, and he said, "You know, in college, one of the things they used to do is they used to ask all the players make out your lineup card." and uh submit it to the coach and so okay. i said okay we'll play the game so i said to every kid on the team hey send me your lineup card if you if you had to uh win one game because oh, we start like league that. play tomorrow i want to see what you guys say i won't share the information but i want to see what you guys are at mm-hmm. it was the worst thing i've ever done in my life Is i literally it? all these kids send in this thing like 24 kids send me their lineup cards none of them match yeah. none of them are even close to the same they're all ridiculous yeah they're all you know they're friends right and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, I sat here where I'm sitting right now looking at this computer for 12 straight hours. <laughs> for, the game's only going to last two hours. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't study this hard for any final I've ever taken in my life. But now I'm sitting there trying to come up with this perfect lineup for a game against Montgomery tomorrow. Oh, Going, boy. fuck. These fucking What kids. time's that game? Three o'clock. I'll probably be there because I'll just be like, <laughs> with all the new things that we have to figure out, I'll just be like, screw it. I'll do it Tuesday. But I'm like, son of a bitch, dude. Damn. Why did I do this? It's so dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've ever Why'd done. Why did I do it? <laughs> Why did I do this? All right, last question. Okay. Would you like to have the ability to read, read people's minds? No. No. Do you think it would help you, though, in a lot of circumstances, even at work especially? <laughs> no. I'm, uh, Dave, I, it, it I just, can't say it enough. I, I really do. Like, 
they always want me to do different kind of media stuff over there. Yeah. They're really nice about it, but I'm like, I, I keep this world separate from that world. It, it keeps my sanity, right? As yeah. I'm always teetering on falling off of any level of balance I have. Um, but the people there have just, you know, I said this, my, my vice president was in town um, Thursday. He lives in New Jersey. He's just, dude, he's just great. He's just cool. He's super mellow, right? Yeah. I've always loved working for guys. I think this is why I love that company so much is everybody in our power positions that I deal with every day in a stressful life, man. These guys are under a lot. Uh, they're just cool. They're just good people. And we've dealt with pe and they're really engaged with you, right? They know what's going on with me and haven't been there for five years. And so I was sitting with um, sitting with my VP the other day who flew in, right, for everything going on, flew yeah. in from Jersey. And we're just talking about the five years and, and where we've been and where we're going. And it was just special, man. It's, it's special when, when you have that. And I'm just, I'm, I was talking to friends right over the last two days about, I, I think for so much of my life, I lived every day like the guy in the party who's looking over your shoulder to see who's coming in next. Yeah. And I've really worked to stop doing that and tried to find a way to get a better appreciation for what's going on in the current moment. And uh, uh, talking to my friend Pam today, she's telling me like, oh, you should listen to these yogis or these different guys. I was like, I just feel like a dipshit listening to those guys. But she goes, no, I really like what you're saying. And I said, I'm trying. Happened a lot when I was gone. I do it a lot with my kids, like just trying to take mental images of what's going on in the moment because, right, yeah. everything becomes a memory instantly. So, um, no, I, I, I don't want to. I'm very thankful for the way they treat me and, uh, ignorance is bliss, and probably when I walk out there, like, who hired this guy? <laughs> uh, so, no, would you want to read mine? You know what? When I first wrote the question, down, I was like, no, I would not. I was more of the thought you had, and then I was thinking, yeah, I think I would. I think I would like to know who's genuine. Like, who should I stop wasting what my you, time with? What are you going to do when you walk by and so, all day long you hear, creeper? <laughs> I, assume creeper. That I assume that already. I assume that already. Weirdo. Was steroids. <laughs> that one would drive me crazy. Those fucking assholes. That would have drive me crazy. Jew. I uh Jew. I, I was He's a Jew. Oh dude, I guarantee that happens. <laughs> the Jew thing happens. My son right. asked me today about like the worst things I've done in my life. And I and huh. I can't remember the third one, but I remember the two. You, it the third one? I thought you were yeah. gonna say the no, three hundred and three. Oh no, no, one. no. I do have three. I remember all three now. Three okay. like bad things. Okay. Yeah. You know about all of them. Yeah. The one where I used to hit the kid in the legs that was paralyzed. I talked about it with yeah. Billy yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what Josh brought like, it up. Yeah, I say he's a notorious because Billy's yeah. like, why do you do this? I'm like, Billy, what are you doing? Like, why do you take it so serious? So that's what gave yeah. me the opportunity. I say he's a, a notorious yeah, stalker. True. Yeah, there's a yeah, there was a kid that <laughs> punishes <laughs> the underprivileged. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in third grade, there was a kid that said he was he was in a wheelchair. I used to push Greg. him to the cafeteria. Greg, you yeah. remember? Yeah, because I asked you if you threw him in the pool too. Yeah, and I used to. He said he couldn't feel uh, feel below his waist because he was below from his middle of his back down. He was paralyzed. Oh, 
And I uh, would Here's pu- this story again. I didn't buy it. So I'd, I'd punch him in the leg and see if he flinched, and he, he didn't flinch. But you made a good point. When his mom was probably giving him a bath at the end yeah. of the night. He's got all these bruises. bruises and shit. And that was his best friend. Greg, that was the one kid that Greg, would talk what to. is this? <laughs> That's my friend Dave. Dave who? Dave the devil? <laughs> Dave the devil. Yeah. The next one was, I was at a minor league baseball game, Nashville Sounds, small mm-hmm. ballpark like minor league stadiums are, and there's a foul ball hit down the left field line. Mm-hmm. And there's this kid who had braces on his legs, yeah. like Forrest Gump. Like you've he couldn't bend his knees. Yeah, you've told this one. Yeah, and I ran and I checked that kid right into the ground, and I picked up the ball and I kept it. Oh, I still yeah. have the ball. It says Southern League Baseball on it. I was going to see if Don Mattingly would sign it for me because he was on that team. Oh and I checked that kid right. I don't even know why I checked him. Not like I wasn't going to beat him. I didn't need to knock him down. Right. Imagine what his parents thought watching from the stands. Not like he drove himself. It's like that kid. You're that guy. You're the real life guy where the kids running the football, like the make a wish kid. Yeah, yeah. And he just gets smoked at the 10 yard line. That's you. Yeah. But it's real life. Yeah, that's, that's real life. And then the third one was, um, was uh, playing, we were playing a, a winter ball game. Doesn't mean jack shit, you know. Kids are just signing up to play baseball. Yeah, little league, and this kid hits a game-winning home run off of us, and he goes around the bases and he doesn't touch any of the bases. He doesn't, oh, right. doesn't touch. He's just so happy, to, just skips over yeah. first, second, third, and home, and everyone's jumping, celebrating. I go to the umpire. I go protesting that shit. He goes, "Are you serious?" And I said, "How's he going to learn? You got to touch the bases. It's called a baseball." And the umpire just kind of rolled his eyes and shook his head at me, and he goes, "You're out." And wow. fucking kid never played again. Didn't sign up Great for spring. Job. I just told him it was the three worst things. I'm not sitting there patting myself on the back. That. Yeah, me too. I'm not bragging. I'm saying those are the three worst things I've done in my life. Can't lifetime. believe I'm associated with that story. My God. <laughs> you weren't really. You just heard it. <laughs> you weren't really associated with any of them. I'll give you a pass. When I go to court, right, Jeff you. was not there. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so when people, if I can read people's minds, I guarantee there's a lot of that shit that probably oh comes up. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, it's terrible. Wow. That'd oh, be brutal. Oh, oh, my God. Are we back on Wednesday? Yeah, we'll be back Wednesday. And then if the pods make any exciting <laughs> moves, maybe we'll get a bonus show in. So, yeah, we'll see you Wednesday. All right. Good deal. <laughs>
attitude, you better go away. A five-step video game put a smile on my face. Last stop, sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cussed their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard, I can't. 